What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fellavision. I'm here with my brothers. <coughs> my beautiful brothers. Look at my beautiful brothers. You'll notice here that we've got a much uglier man here <laughs> on the right. My right. Uh, and that is Andy, who's sitting in for Brian, who is now producing this app. Because Brian had some more important shit to do other than be famous and see movies early. I mean, that's the coolest thing you can do with your time, but he had something better to do. So we brought the scrub Andy in, who is now not a producer, but a star. Yeah. Um, Andy, what's up, bro? How you doing, dude? My beautiful brother. (laughs) Doing fine. Doing good. What'd you get up to this week? Uh, I didn't get up to much other than the night we went to go see uh, Interpol. We did go see Interpol. Which was Shout out to the homie Jesus for hooking us up with the ticks. Yep. Best Jesus I have ever known. The only one. The only Jesus, my only true Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was great. We uh, had... What'd you think of the the opening act? I th- I thought uh, the opening act was actually my favorite part. Shout out model actress, model actress, uh, uh, Sound and Fury, rules. Sound and Fury ass you band. You actually dude. fuck with them? Yeah. I've never heard them live or not live. I only saw them for Interpol. I will say, Jesus mentioned this that like all the white people were like getting into it. They were, and there was a part of me that, as much as I wanted to hate, I was just like, I was going. I was getting. There was something inside of me that. Yeah, they connected see it, to especially the front man. I no, think. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what this band it's is. It's model so, slash actress with a Z. Okay, so for the viewers at home, explain the the sonic landscape. Yeah, so um, I would say Nine Inch Nails worship. Yeah, oh, I guess is the sick. closest. Okay, thing. Now, I, now, I don't now know if they sound on recording. No idea. It's, but, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my man uh, was doing some wild shit. Some. <laughs> Some cool ass shit that was getting the whites very excited. Uh, yeah. What is cool ass shit? Just a lot of humping and twerking yep. and humping bum, and twerking. Bum yeah. twiggling. I mean, the best way to describe it, and this is a positive thing, it was zesty. Oh, it was Extra zesty. 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 It was zesty. Okay. A lot of zesty moves. Yeah. Um, a lot of great dance moves. Do this one. Yeah. Doing this is so fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did that a lot and. Um, I was yeah, shook. shout out Model Actress. They were cool. Yeah, I was shook. I was taken aback. And he was he actually had some good bits. Like, I really, I mean, I, I really wanted to hate on it. I thought, this is insane. This is ridiculous. It got cool. And then it slowly started to click. I think sonically, the, the sound in there didn't help them. He had, like, no reverb on his voice, and he was, like, ten times louder than the whole band. Yeah. So he appeared insane just because of how prominent his vocals were <laughs> as opposed to, like, the 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 band but he had one good bit where if it's a bit pretty funny guy if it's not a bit my hero where okay. he said uh shout out to my grandparents in row n <laughs> yeah we were in row n i didn't see any grandparents i saw one old person from on the other side of the okay the row this was something shout that it, grandparents like, I could, of model actress in row n dude. this right is up. the kind of thing i would never let my grandparents see me do yeah like couldn't couldn't even begin <laughs> And he said, imagine we look over and the grandparents are there and they're just doing the same type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like doing the same moves. Would have been fucking sick. But Interpol was cool. I'm not really a Interpol. huge Interpol fan. Interpol. But that's what I said, dude. Yeah, it is what you said. You said Interpol. Somebody call the cops on this fucking piece of shit. Why do we invite you on to this fucking thing, dude? I don't know. Go home. Someone bev too hard before they we were good. They, that's what I have to say about that. You ruined it. They weren't that good, actually. They were kind of boring. Dude yeah. stood in what one you, place. Have the you whole heard time. the band Interpool? Yeah, they they, they the sound thing. like they don't move. They just sound like robots. Second. They definitely don't Wait, move. Wait, you said Interpool too. Am I wrong? Interpol. No, Interpol. no, no, it's Interpol. It's Interpol. Interpol. 
Interpool. Interpool. Inter- no, it's our, sorry, it's Interpool. Like a like a swimming pool? Yeah. And listen to yeah. what I'm saying. Is this right? Interpool. I said nope. Interpol. Every, there's only Interpol. There's, no, no, no. That's, that's P-O-L-E. Interpol. It's not okay. pool. It's pool. Pool. No, it's pole. It's pole. It's watch. Pole. Um, it's a, it's, it's a, like a U, basically, Interpol. Watch Meet Me in the Bathroom. It's dude. like I'm going to pull. Exactly. Watch Meet Me in the Bathroom. You, you weren't around that? in the 2000s, bro. Yeah. In the, the 90s. Fucking the last time Indy, Indy dude. All right, Tharp. Obviously, my beautiful brother Tharp is here with us as well. All right, so... um. JP decided to go to uh, Inner Pool. Paul? Uh, I went and saw Glenn Friedman and uh, the dudes from Minor Threat chit chat uh, photography at Rough Trade. Old folks. We don't fuck with that. Uh, you know, it was basically uh, in, uh, an unrecorded podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, really awesome hearing about all the, like, you know, 80s punk, yeah, did. like re- geriatric punk. I love it. It's <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite uh, things to listen to. So that's what I did instead of shout uh, out to Minor Threat though. Also, yeah, I did. Sure. I do want to say, not only did you do that, not only did you go to the Minor Threat thing, which is fine. Yeah, and I know I was invited. I get it, but I said this to Cat, and I want to bring this up here. Y'all can't be doing any type of shit without me. When you're doing something that like could be fun or like you can grow as people together, don't do it without it's, me. It's crazy when like some friends, um, time out, who are some no. lifelong friends, get together and then have a life changing experience without at me. Rockefeller Center, and you're nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's why my you don't life do it. went from like here to here without me. Without you, I've grown substantially. Yeah, listen, bro, and it's hey, like hey, you hey, chose. Hey, 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 chill. How big was that tree? It looked pretty big. It was cool. Oh, no, listen, listen, listen. We don't uh, do, not, we don't do any type of life changing shit without the me. The Saks Fifth Avenue Christian Dior uh, light show. It's incredible. Is it Christian Play- Dior light show? Yeah, it, they changed it. It cannot be anything other than that because Christian Dior's name takes up like half of the light show. Last year it was some whack ass shit, but uh, no, you know, this, year, this year was life changing. I like done. went there. You don't do any type of shit. That you could potentially enjoy with other groups of our, fr- you could do it with other people. Yeah, but if it's our crew, yeah. I'm there, dude. That's fair. Or yeah. you stay home. Yo, Chris, I'm there. Yeah. Was Danny there? Oh, Danny yeah, was Danny there. Was there. Oh. Pat was there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my god, like the Christmas spirit do was this. inside of me. My aura dude, went from amazing. like Grinch green to this like a teal. <laughs> Listen, I'm not rocking with any kind of people doing any type of shit that could be positive for them, both personally and as a crew. Without me, where was I? Well, you don't matter. You were. Right. <laughs> he doesn't. I was with you. Yeah, I was like, this oh, guy yeah, is at Interpol. Where they're man, both having an you. okay time. Me, I'm seeing fucking minor threat fucking legends. That literally was so boring. fucking pumped. We all know that was boring. Yeah, Dude, that's it, the it was, I was dorkiest literally, thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, I, I do really regret uh, not recording it. I had. Yeah, I bet that yeah, I had the opportunity to do it, and I I turned it down. But I bet it would have been super riveting to hear them go. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> back in the day, we used to play the guitar and nope. sit on a porch, no, and people would no, take photos. No, no, no. This is the guy that took the porch Brian photo. Brian Baker is fucking sick. This is the guy. He's hilarious. You ever seen the guy behind the lens? Who gives a fuck who's behind the lens? We're dude? talking photography. Nobody's minor behind threat, this lens. Like, the only shit that I care about. <laughs> Nobody's behind this fucking lens, and that's what matters, dude. You know who's behind, in front of this lens? Me. Yeah. I'm the prize, not the person <laughs> behind the fucking lens. Get that guy out of here. Why is he writing a book or doing whatever the fuck he's doing? Just kidding. Shout out Brian Baker, dude. I'm going to buy that book, dude. 
Anyway, um, seems yeah. like you're playing the heel right now. Yeah, I love, I, I, I love my segue. Heart, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, my my heart went from like almost being full to fucking full that night. It was awesome, and there was like one thing that was like just made it so much easier to enjoy the don't night. And I don't remember what it yeah. is. I don't know what it is. Mute mic. <laughs> Actually, now that you bring it up, I did. Is go there something up. that was at your night that was like really brought this. down the energy? I'm gonna leave. We're gonna do this. Well, no, but I did have another night this week. I went to uh, Momofuku with a bunch of friends, mm-hmm. like a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of friends. Lot of friends. friends. You don't have any friends. They were all visiting from afar. Yeah, different okay. schools. Different schools. They were. Yeah, diff- yeah, they go sure. to different schools, but we were all there. And uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it to JP the next day, and he said, "Why was well, why wasn't I invited?" Oh, that's not. A, this is a lie. This is an open faced lie. First and foremost, it's again, an open faced lie. Like a no friends. <laughs> this is no a friends on slip. you. That's why I said open face, like a sandwich. Bold face yeah. lie. Open face sandwich. I love, yeah, I love open an open face, face sandwich. Or I love <laughs> open an open face, face lie. Like a lie that you tell. Listen, dude, you don't have any friends. They weren't in town, and you're ugly, and I definitely would not care if you hung out with your dumbass friends. <laughs> Those are my friends. Oh, okay. So back off. Your friends go to boring ass shit. That's true. That is true. That's why I didn't go, and I went, did something sicker. I saw Model Actress and fucking Interpol. Some other band. And Interpol, baby. Yeah. All right, folks. This week we saw poor fuck, <laughs> dude. We didn't see poor things as we saw it last week. You Shout s- out episode three, <laughs> or whichever episode this comes out to be. Mm-hmm. We did see the Iron Claw, though, <sighs> which is fire. Um, let me just ask this off rip to all involved. I know you didn't see it, Brian, but let me ask this to all involved. Did anybody know? What this movie was about proper. Did anybody know the story of the Van Eric fam- Von Eric family? No. No, I had no idea. I didn't even watch the trailer. Does anybody did anybody watch wrestling growing up? Oh, I, used, I was a, a bit of a Hulkamaniac. But this is before our time, yeah. Yeah. Because we're not old folks. I only ever watched this like Sting. Not the uh not the I only one. ever watched Sting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's WCW. <laughs> Thank you. You, you actually said, you actually not are just police. watching the movie The Crow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for those that don't know anything about the family, the Von Erichs, and they have not seen Iron Claw, this is your moment to go ahead and pause and come back to us later. Cause we're going to spoil that shit. Fuck you. But for real though, I had no fucking idea what was going to happen in this movie. And when I saw the trailer, I knew it was going to be some dramatic ass shit, but what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? I mean, the trailer sold a completely different movie to me. I thought this was just going to be sweaty men wrestling. Yeah, 100%. And basically the entire trailer is just the parts of the movie that are wrestling. And then the rest of the movie is all just sad shit. Yeah, well, I thought, watching the trailer, this was going to be like some Jackson 5 style, like, we got bad daddy, but like we're really good at what we do type shit. And like everyone hates daddy, Mm -hmm. which kind of was, but like. It changed up. You watched yeah. the trailer. By the way, what? let me just... You know what? Fuck you, Andy. Um, Andy showed up an hour late to this movie. <laughs> it wasn't an He's hour. He's sitting here talking about the movie. He showed up an hour late. It was 50 minutes. Well, yeah. So 15 minutes for trailer. Oh, but no, he literally... 50. 5-0. You were 50 minutes late? I was 50 yeah, he minutes was late. It was insane late. because you walked in 35 minutes into the movie. The like, movie... It was... <laughs> tripping when, when you people. When you came in, I was like... To JP, I was just like, I, I thought you weren't going to be, like, it was insane. <laughs> I was so pissed, because you knew you were going to be a part of this episode. Well, I, did, I forgot. You missed 
probably a third of the movie at least. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, one, I didn't watch the trailer. Two, I didn't put it in my calendar. Three, yeah. I didn't even remember what it was called. And here you are talking about it. <laughs> well, a, I'd, like, I'd actually like to, before we get into first reactions, just because I didn't see most of the movie, can you explain to me how it started? Yeah, we'll get there. Let me know what, let, let's, go over, <laughs> let's go over what this movie's about, first and foremost. Well, that's what I mean. I so, need to know what it's yeah, about. This guy, needs to know, this guy needs to I know didn't. about the plot because he, he showed up. When uh, Jeremy Allen White showed up, it was All just right. tragedy. From when I showed up, it was just tragedy from the. To, yeah, yeah, that's to how it end. goes from Rip. Yeah. Um, this movie is about the Von Erich family, which is a legendary, apparently, who gives a fuck about wrestling haters. Actually, shout out AEW. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Shout out Brody King and all all other Triple B affiliates. Darby Allen. Uh, Darby Allen, uh, Van Housen. We fuck with y'all heavy, but uh, my mom's got a dachshund named Darby. We get to the plot of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is about this this family, the Von Erichs, who are legendary wrestling, who is a legendary, who are a legendary wrestling family. Wrestling, fuck. Is that right? Who are a reg- What is it? They're a, they're a wrestling family. The father is a famous, well, he's a pretty well-off wrestler. That's who not works, true. He works his way up to manage, but he's a well-off wrestler. That's he's not true. the best, but he's promised good matches and stuff like that, but he never really gets them. Exactly. So this so is about he's a, well this off. Is he's about not a great. A failed wrestler father who raises his sons to be successful wrestlers. Yeah, but he and took over very, the, the wrestling federation. It. You're ruining it. I'm just telling you how it goes. You're ruining it. You downplayed me? <laughs> you think I'm not going to come back at <laughs> right. you? You're not even getting it fucking Listen. right. Listen. Yes, I am. Listen. This movie is about a wrestling family of legends. Of, of foretold legends of wrestling, raised by a father who didn't do quite well but had big aspirations as a wrestler. And so he raises his kids to be these big, bad wrestlers, right? And they're all, like, fucking jacked as shit. Shout out, Jeremy Allen White. I love you. You look sexy. <laughs> Which one is he? Movie. Carrie. Carrie, yeah. Carmi from fucking The Bear, dude. Duh. Never seen um, Yeah, and so... So yeah, there's this uh, curse of the Von Erichs that they, they continue to talk about in this movie and that tragedy befalls them at every turn and everything goes wrong for them and that's like the curse and it turns out that shit is fucking true. Yeah. Oh my God. So that's what the movie's about. Um, How does it start though? It starts with, okay, yeah. So it starts with the dad, um, his like earlier years and it's like black and white and it's like the dad wrestling, which, by the way, y'all should watch after you see the movie, by the way. Yeah. See the movie first, but then afterward, follow up with Dark Side of the Ring, uh, episode four, which is about the Von Erichs. Shout out Vice. Um, just kidding. But, um, yeah, it's about that. And they tell you in this episode, in that episode, that the dad, who was Fr- Fritz. Fritz. Fritz Von Erich. Fritz. His wrestling name? I don't know if y'all knew this. No. The Nazi. <laughs> No. The Nazi. They don't show it in the movie. No, that's insane. The Nazi, Fritz von Erich. I was getting a little bit of Nazi energy from him, but like, you know. (laughs) Just in his like. Yeah, no, no, but he he had like, uh, you know, tight haircut. He, you know. Yeah, he ran a a tight fucking ship. Fritz was the Nazi, played by Holt McElhenney, I think. Yeah. Yeah. McCallney? McCallney? I I mean, that's the heel, you know. Yeah, well, he was playing the heel and (laughs) he chose the Nazi, right? And so. It starts off with him, and I think the brothers are probably, in the, at this point, Jack and Kevin, uh, who's in later years played by Zac Efron, um, and they live in a trailer, and then they're going to buy a house. That's how the movie starts, and then it goes into, fast forward, uh, Kevin is like the biggest uh, wrestler in world championship 
Oh, I missed the beginning. Yeah, you yeah. missed it 100%. So he, so I'm just he's, trying to tell he's you. in AEW at this time. AEW is brand fucking now. Really? They're not in WWF. They're in WCCW. Oh, WCCW. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And that's the dad's. The dad uh, now owns and manages a wrestling federation of his own uh, oh. at the Sportsatorium. That this they, makes that a lot more sense now. Yeah. Kevin was the was the popular one. Kevin was the star at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Right? So Kevin played by Zac Efron looking hot as fuck. I had no idea that was Zac Efron. Until, yeah, like crazy. I said, I didn't watch a trailer. He looks cool, and though, right? I've never actually, I don't know if I've seen anything with Zac Efron in it. But yeah. Okay, pull up a picture of Zac Efron. You also haven't um, seen half the movie. Pull up, pull up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull up I've young Zac Efron. Actually, just even that IMDb photo will work. That's oh, yeah, Zac Efron. Hot. Now pull up a recent photo of Zac Efron. Let's just obviously he's ripped as fuck now. Let's talk yeah. about the chin though. Well, I was gonna say is like Zac about... Efron supposedly got into an accident and had to get uh, yeah, facial you... reconstruction talk... surgery. Go to before and, it and looks after chin. Kind of wild. Yeah. Okay. He really got yeah. it. I mean, my guy got chin surgery and he looks mm. cool as fuck. What do you mean? Kind Are of... you kidding? Look at that one on the right, right there. Look at that. Look oh, yeah. right there. Oh looks, yeah, this. He looks yeah, you see wild. This? Yeah, yeah. He's got that's a that's more of a distinguished V. This is more of a. My man got he, he buccal has like fat this, removal like, or buccal yeah, fat. Yeah, whatever has, it's called. Buccal at fat. At the very least. But then he also gets a little. It feels like it's just wider and he tighter. He has a square jaw now, and and he's he did not previously. So that's pretty jarring. Um, I get why you're scrolling all the jawing. time. Now. This is fun as hell. <laughs> I would get a jaw. I would get jaw surgery. Not that I need it. What do you guys think of the haircut in the movie? Oh, fire. I, I love the haircuts. However, my girlfriend hated it. She was like, why'd they have to have the hair like that? I thought they looked sick as fuck. Yeah, I That's thought how they, they looked, looked pretty sick. Yeah. I, I liked it. But anyway, so so Zach Efron plays Kevin, I think is the name. Yeah. Um, who is like this rising star in WCCW. And the dad's like, you're going to bring home the belt that I never won. And he's the dude in this, um, in the movie to like... To lead the family into stardom, I love that but, the dad would rank the uh, the sons like one through four. It's like this is my favorite son. <laughs> well, he says like we now obviously this. Kevin's yeah, my favorite. Yeah. David after that, then Carrie, then Mike. I miss that. Which is so fucking funny. That. What a sick ass thing to do. So actually, can't rank your dad. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only you one can't one rank my dads. I, I can, can rank, rank my dad against my other friends' dads. Yeah, oh, I could try right now. I can rank my dad against my mom. I mean, a friends. lot of people try to like you know figure out whose dad could beat up whose dad. So I mean, my dad couldn't beat up anybody. Except for me when I was a kid. <laughs> you could do that. You did a great job. There really needs to be a show, Dad Brawl. Just yeah. like where you get oh, dads together. Oh, just so. fill my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So they all got fucking jacked for this movie. Yeah. Absolutely ripped. So we got we got Zach Efron. We got Jeremy Allen White. We got, I think his name is Harris Dickerson. Harris Dickinson. Harris Dickinson, who was in Triangle of Sadness. Oh, he's so good. Um, killed it in that movie. And then Mike... I don't remember the actor's name who played Mike. Uh, Stanley Simons. Um, not ripped. But those three look fucking sick. I mean, bigger than any of us ever could dream to be and still well, not ripped. I could dream. These, I was like, right now, I'll dream myself <laughs> bigger big. than them. No problem. I misspoke. You mean more Jack. Bigger, I, mean, I could definitely imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could imagine. Not taller. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, yeah. So Kevin plays this uh, like rising star, and then his brother, who's like clearly better on camera as like a personality, sort of like usurps him, and becomes the star of the family. Wait, which one? David. You said Kevin, I think. No, he did not. You're an idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> David, his brother, <laughs> yeah. usurps him. You fucking idiot. Okay. 
Wait, so listen so up. Have I you can't up yet? see the movie. You can't listen to me. Have I You're a really good host, man. I'm tr- You're really good at this. Anyway, so David usurps Kevin, right? Yeah. And Kevin feels a way about that, et cetera, et cetera. But tragedy befalls his family every which way, right? Kevin is not actually the oldest brother in this family. Jack is, Jack Jr., um, who uh, died at an early age from a drowning incident. Um, and then that makes Kevin the oldest. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, let's start there. Let's start before the first tragedy of the movie. It's mostly about like brotherly love, which I yeah. fuck with as a as a trope in a movie. Put me with some homies, the brothers, my beautiful brothers. Mm. I'm in. You sold this movie to me. Chilling with your brothers is sick. I don't have a brother. Same. I have my brothers. Let me just make sure I'm doing this right. <laughs> Angling this correctly. I have my two brothers in the room. Um, and that's sick, so I can't imagine, dude. Just being with your brothers is so tight. And they did a great job showing the brotherly love in this movie. What do y'all think of the bond that these brothers shared? I mean, I feel like that's... Like the movie, like the, the their story is the curse, and I think that uh, like the true heart of their story is the the brother, the brotherly love. That is like, and I feel like they leaned on that more than the curse a bit. The curse happens, but they don't bring it up as much or lean on it as much I'll in the story. The and I really think that uh, the movie was surprisingly how much it portrayed brotherly love so well. Yeah, I feel like they fucking crush it in terms of like the homies being homies together. Oh, I like them going to a party and their brother playing a gig, like sneaking out of their house to play a party. Oh, so and then like they're all just like <laughs> stoked on each other and just having a great time. Jeremy Allen Wright just ripping his shirt off is after doing a keg stand on his head, like yeah, just ripping his shirt off. Breaking the scene crazy. Down. Breaking the scene down. Jeremy Allen Wright doing a upside down keg stand, rips his shirt off. Zach Efron. Literally cuts to Zach Efron on the couch with his with his soon to be wife, so proud, and he just goes, "Look at my beautiful brothers." Mm. Literally, what a fire fucking like, lie! One of the greatest yeah. scenes of the last decade. Also, a yeah. great, really a great setup for how far you're going to get knocked down for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, so proud, so humble, and so tragic. So yeah, I cannot understate how fucking shocking this movie was yeah. to me. Because I thought I was going to go in. And then in the beginning, you're like, oh, sick. These brothers fucking rock. This is going to be a sick-ass movie about brothers just doing brotherly-ass, tight-ass shit. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I don't remember these dudes being wrestlers, so something's not right. And then sure enough, they all fucking die, dude. <laughs> Everybody dies. Yep. Everyone's dead. Yeah. What the fuck is that? There's, so many, there's so many people dead that they didn't even put all of them in the movie. <laughs> there was like <laughs> that's true. Time out. This movie, notably, according to the story, if you watch the Vice episode uh, on Dark Side of the Ring, there is another brother that also committed suicide in this family yeah. that they didn't even have room for. Yeah, they would have been like, "This is not realistic. We got to cut this entire person's yeah. life." Could you out imagine? Of the fucking story. So let let me. It would have ruined the movie. They I don't like, know about that. I have. I, I don't. I didn't find out about this till after. I really liked the movie, but I, I could have used one more heartache, you know? Beat me while I'm down. I don't this know. This is the situation, right? Like, do you make a good movie with a story that inspires it, with the leaning on it being a great movie, or are you making a biopic 
to accurately depict what happened to this family. No, accuracy. they definitely walked the line here. Yeah, no, I, I feel like this movie bit off a little bit more than it can chew because it was like they they like went after this entire family story yeah. and a lot happens in it and they omitted like one thing where I'm like I don't know if it would have saved that much time. Yeah. But I, but I, I, I if you know when after I watched the movie I really liked it but then when I found out this reality. I felt a little bit cheated. I yeah. still don't know enough about it because I haven't had a chance Marcus, to watch. Uh, I think he was the first one, by the way. He was the first one to uh, to die. Was but Chris I mean, von Eric the young? It would have been brother. great to see that as like a, a like a character build. It's like, oh well, this brother goes like. No, because I think it would have been too much up front. Because the tragedies they they built up the like they they ramped them up. Each yeah. tragedy got worse and worse as it went. And if you started with that one, I think it would have been like blowing the load up front like it, it was too much and, and also my suspension of disbelief was already like broken by the fact that there were so many goddamn suicides i was like this is fucking ridiculous like this is getting i mean this but, is getting was, stupid but, but it's so on, honesty one, i'll take but being dishonest by this omitting a character yeah. i'm like well put him in the uh the, the, the dead island that they hold like on. all end up in Let, let's start Let's start at the beginning here, right? So, obviously, they omitted Chris Von Erich um, from this movie. So, the first tragedy that hits after their, like, huge brotherly love that they're building throughout the movie is that David, who is now the rising star of the family, who usurped Kevin, um, is going to ultimately fight Ric Flair. Yeah. Shout out Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Ninja Uh, boy. He's going to fight Ric Flair. And so, he's doing all these fights to prepare for that. He's eating all his prop popcorn, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not gone. the prop. This is the prop. I want to eat the fuck out of that. <laughs> I'm off mic most of the time. But um, so he, shit back it's here. All, I'm mm. gonna, you just, you just cut, have to cut out mouth noise for like... <laughs> <laughs> just do my mic. It's fine. So, Brian's um, like, I love producing. So yeah, so um, they, they're, you know, they do the scene where uh, his dad decides that David's going to be the one to fight Rick. And so he's got to go travel around the world and do these fights. And by the way, like... In real life, he, like, became a big star really quickly um, and kind of, like, kicked off. Like, Kevin was already a big enough star in Texas, but, like, nationally, David was the one who, like, really rose the family to fame. And so um, he goes to Japan and has, like, an organ failure and, and dies. And, like, let me just say, I cried so many times in this fucking movie. Pussy. I cried. So you were crying. I wasn't crying. You I were didn't crying. Cry. You guys are fucking liars. I was sad. You guys are liars. At the end of the movie, which we'll get to, I looked over and everybody no. in our group was crying. No, Everyone's you couldn't wiping their see eyes. out of your eyes. Jeff, who was next yeah, to me, dude next to you. Jeff was dude, dude. Apparently, I actually we'll get didn't there. see it. I can't. We'll get there. You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, but the um, camera is like. Uh, doing like a, a a tilt up and the the shots booming and it's beautiful. This man. Hold on, no, 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 don't, no, no, no. We're gonna get there. We're gonna oh, get there. Okay. You were crying in the like the first. I cried when 40, David died. You cried when David died. Yeah, I cried when David. That died, wasn't dude. even that like sad it was of a so scene. Sad. Because the thing is, Kevin is the central character of this story, right? Yeah. And he's the only surviving brother in this family today, and it's about him dealing with the loss. That's what the whole movie's about. It's like, yeah. how do these losses affect him? And yep. like, that's the first one where you're like, shit. He like starts to fall apart, yeah. pretty big. And by the way, that wasn't a suicide. Is the the one yeah. brother that didn't die of suicide was David. He died yeah. of organ failure. Yeah, and, and he so was like, the only like brother that was like kind of happy and like a positive motivator for the family. Hundred percent. Everybody 100%. else was like a little bit damaged from the start. It seemed like. But before that even happens, though, um, just before that happens, I think 
the the curse of the Von Erichs is like happening in smaller ways. Like, well, obviously Jack Jr. dies, but then Carrie, who's going to be mm. a disc thrower, I think, in the Olympics. Yeah. But then uh, the U.S. pulled out of the Russian Olympics, yeah. Yeah. and so he couldn't. So he had to come back and become a wrestler. So it's like all these things are kind of like, damn. And this all this shit really happened. Like, yeah. are they fucking cursed? It's insane. So like that's when, by the way, we meet Jeremy Allen White, who looks hot as fuck. Call me daddy. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, he was going to be on the pod, obviously, chef. Chef was gonna yeah, be on the yeah, pod. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he was. He was thinking about being here, but uh, he couldn't be here. So, so yeah, we get Carrie joining, and then shortly after, David dies, and then the movie sort of just like fucking switches, right? Like, we've got this like huge brotherly love that they're building throughout the movie, and then David passes away, and then the rest of the family kind of like is in shambles from that point forward, and then like both Kevin and Carrie, who is now a like a new up and coming wrestler after being removed from the Olympics, is a rising star himself. Well, and there's a world championship fight that's already scheduled that was supposed to happen with David, right? right? Because Ric Flair was yeah. going to fight after the Japan. David, they need to find out who's going to fight Ric Flair now. Yeah. And obviously the movie switches, just completely switches from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when I showed up. Yeah. Basically. Is, <laughs> yeah. You showed up and right then, as uh, Jeremy Allen White comes back from yes. the Olympics being canceled. That is what I meant. And, and he comes strolling in. And, the and then you fit. come sauntering in. He looks so tired. Actually, he did show up kind of in the same way. Literally the same, the time. same moment. I'm you tripping over up, people. Yeah, except yeah. for he did it much grace, much more gracefully. Yeah, that's kind of true. I think I think he looked so tight when he got off that bus. He had a USA sweater. Oh, shorts. Shout he out USA. fucking cool, dude. I want to look that cool. I do look that cool, but in a different way. I want to look cool in that way. So you would rather look like Jeremy Allen White in this movie than Jeremy Allen White in The Bear? Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God, yeah. Most yeah. fucking definitely, dude. He looked so tight. I'll take that pill. Okay. Um, but yeah, so so yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't need to go too deep into the plot of this movie. The reality is the rest of them fucking die, um, slowly but surely. should go into the next fucking tragedy, because that scene was great, and it really yeah, yeah. It shook Jump me. Jump in. I mean, so they... So I don't even. What's his name? Carrie. 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 Yeah. Fights Ric Flair. Wins. Watching the the uh, the Vice episode, Dark Side of the Ring. At which this brings me to something I wanted to ask. They needed to s switch the title, is what they said in the the Vice documentary. Yeah. They could see that the fans wanted the title to be switched yeah. to Carrie, and then it has this like redemption arc for the whole Von Erich family. Mm -hmm. um, but in the movie, they kind of portrayed it as if he was going to fight and they didn't know the outcome. They never really said in the movie, they never went as far as to say the outcome is decided before a match. They kind of held yes, this. They do. They talk Everyone about knows this. This is wrestling. They do talk about yeah, they, being uh, the, the winner. Maybe always you missed that. I'm Maybe you missed that on the first hour of the movie. <laughs> I think I must have missed that. Because going into every wrestling match, they were like, he can do it. He can. Do it's like, yeah, obviously he can do it. The fucking thing's set before you get in the ring. Yeah, but it's based on your performance as a wrestler, yeah. which is why you do matches no, beforehand they were and if the crowd buys into your performance then they will reward you like a promotion so like how your how your last match yes, went obviously will tell how your future goes yeah obviously your career is like that but yeah. they were saying it as they went into different matches like is he gonna win this one it's like i mean that yes. was stupid that threw me out <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that threw me out of it yeah, so I they, mean, it's it's for cinematic purposes yeah. obviously they so, know what's gonna happen anyway he wins he goes this right into it he wins the tight the title he has the belt they go to this great scene of him kind of you know, calming down after the 
after the match and Kevin comes up to him and he's saying like, you know, I'm having trouble coming down. He's like, I wasn't yeah. thinking like, much like, of it. I'm so excited right now. I can't believe this shit. I'm having trouble like yeah. taking it all in. And but he's drinking and then he's like, I'm going to go for a ride. And as soon as he says that, I'm like, oh, fuck. Every, this is about knew. to get fucking yeah. crazy. And then it just shows him driving like, it looks Super like a David fast. Lynch movie or yeah, something. Yeah, no, it definitely was Lost Highway shot. Yeah, the Lost Highway shot. So he, it's like, and I'm just like, no way. Are they just going to kill this second guy like, off Eight minutes later, right? and then it cuts to him uh, after the crash, and he's injured. You can see his scars. He's getting out of bed. It's like okay, it's crushing pills, crushing pills. Yeah. It's gonna be a redemption story. And then it cuts to this great scene where he's crossing the the kitchen, yeah. and he comes out from behind the kitchen island. You could just see that his legs gone. And it's dude, like, it did hit crazy. Well, yeah, that hit. That was that was really such a fucking rough. solid scene. Yeah. I, I I bought so much into it. Like, oh, here he goes. Here he's gonna die. And then yeah. I was like, oh, he just got into an accident. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then like, then I like settled back down. Yeah. Like that sucks that he got into a motorcycle accident. Then they're like, guess what? He doesn't have a foot. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, that that's why it, it was like, insane. That's why like seeing this movie without knowing hit so much harder. Yeah. Yeah. Because shit like that, where it's like. Holy fuck, this dude did not have a leg. Yeah. Which, by the way, he continued to wrestle out. That was the most insane and shit. The crazy thing is, is uh, according to the Dark Side of the Ring documentary, he act- they didn't put this in the movie, but he hid that from the public. They did put that in the movie. They he did? Was so stupid. Yeah, they didn't, he didn't, nobody knew, the fans did not know that he did not have a leg. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they, well, that was obvious in the movie, but it's fine. You're okay. really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, hid, they didn't say this in the movie, but no one knew. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I think wrestling's all like podcasting, and when there there is a script, you know, we're all we're all working off of yeah. direction. We're just getting we're getting from the director, but you know, your performance determines what's going to happen on the next episode. Sometimes <laughs> you get relegated to being the podcaster because you can't make the movie. Yeah. Sometimes you get relegated to being the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you're yeah. relegated to never being on camera again <laughs> because you're so fucking stupid. You're talking about Brian. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I feel You're like, yeah, like this, this is really hitting fading. home for me, this kind of like analogy. So, yeah, uh, I like it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this fool's leg is just fucking gone and continues to wrestle, hidden from the rest of society. I don't know how the fuck he pulls that off. I watch videos of him wrestling on YouTube. It, you cannot fucking tell that this man is missing his, like, from here down his leg. You cannot tell. Is that how much he was actually missing? Or yeah. You... Okay, wow. Yeah. Impressive it's fucking there. crazy, right? Like, High-ass boots. Yeah. Ended up going to the WWF as a wrestler um, who ended up getting kicked off of WWF. But they, like, changed his name and did all this bullshit. They changed his name. Yeah, they, they did a dis- bunch of crazy shit. They don't yeah. go over They're that disrespected. Movie, really? Yeah. Like, no, they don't at all. But, um, but, yeah, so... This man's leg gets lost, and then, you know, there's a redemption arc of him, like, growing back into a wrestler, which is a really incredible, like, harrowing uh, journey that they show throughout the movie. But um, one of the brothers that we haven't yet talked about is Mike, who is the next tragedy to befall the family. And Mike is, um, by all means, just like a beta male. I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I was like, he's an artist. We'll and a, he's an artist that. and a rocker. He's not necessarily a beta. He could beat up everybody in his band. He's a beta, like Andy. In his family, maybe. But. He loves music. He oh. loves playing music. Yeah, he's, he's weak. Oh, he's a weak man. Oh, I mean, he's pretty fucking. He tough. wishes he were strong, but he can't do it. Mm. It's Andy. Oh, so this guy's Andy, right? Um, and his dad is pissed. It's like me. Like, why can't you be better? Yeah. Why can't you be like your brothers, your beautiful brothers? Yeah. And so 
this kid is living in the shadow of his brothers and he doesn't necessarily care. He's got this like pretty cool life where he loves his band and uh that is that is not cool. He's no, got this pretty cool it. life now according to him. Exactly. You did this. Uh <laughs> He's got this life where he's happy with what he's doing and wants to continue in the arts. And his dad's pressuring him. And ultimately, after David dies, they need a third Von Eric um, to join the wrestling troupe. Uh, and Mike gets called up. He gets injured yeah. quickly in a wrestling match. His shoulder gets torn or something. And he has to have surgery. Dislocated. And ultimately, like, that surgery goes poorly. He goes into toxic shock syndrome, which affects his brain activity, um, ultimately leading his demise where he also kills himself. Um, Chokes down like some his pills. Chris. Yeah, well, he went, into, he went into a coma and then was kind of slow after that. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't shoot himself. He shot. just took pills. Nope. Yeah. Took pills and then shot himself. No, you're conflating all the suicides. Oh. No, I'm not. He, I thought he, he walked himself. out into, like, the woods with, like, a all sleeping he, bag. And then shot himself. Oh, he shot him. himself. Right. That's um, how I'd go out. <laughs> Can you look that up? Because I I'm I'm contending that. Yeah, no, I was mm -hmm. just walking in the woods. Either either no, way, I'm not I, contending I that you would do that. I'm <laughs> asking if fucking Mike did that. No, dude, I really would do that. I'm telling you right now. There's no need to contend. <laughs> no, he did shoot himself. You're wrong. I'm um, pretty sure he didn't. I'm getting closer. I, I just know that he pull it up while podcast. we're continuing. We'll, yeah, we'll pull yeah. that up. Later. I was like, the man took pills and he walked out with a sleeping and bag and then himself. they went looking for himself. But I don't remember a gunshot. But he did pull a sleeping bag out though. That's what I'm saying. Like I went. I thought he just like went and fell asleep and like there. Yeah. They're like I think, farmland. I think they all, I all suicides were by gun, I'm pretty sure. According to Wikipedia, uh, on April 12th, 1987, Mike left a suicide note for his family, then went to Louisville Lake where he drank alcohol and overdosed on the sleeping aid Placidil. Right. A few days before his death, Mike had been arrested for DUI. Yeah. So it was, an o it was an OD. Yeah, that was an OD situation. Damn. I read something that it was all deaths were by gun, but I think that was just like some anti-gun Nah, yeah, that's some anti-gun shit. Um, yeah, that's right. He took a yeah. And uh, by the way, that's another thing that they don't bring up in the movie. Apparently, he was like very ashamed of a, a DUI that he'd gotten. Oh um, yeah. And then killed himself afterward. Mm. I, I would um, like to see that. You would like to see the DUI? I want to see the shame. Yeah, there was, yeah. They I mean, really there was, made it seem like it was just solely related to his uh, disability. Disability. Because he tried to break yeah, which was a like, more powerful story. Probably. No, it was great. Yeah. Again, let me just bring this back up. The way this movie's told versus what really happened, I think they did a great job with the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily depict the story of the Von Erichs. It tells the spirit of their story, but it's certainly... Mm, the spirit of the story is the way. Yeah, it's like Napoleon. Like The spirit of the story is that he shot exactly a goddamn cannon into the pyramids. <laughs> he shot a cannon into the pyramids and yeah. he fucks like a rabbit. Oh, Those yeah. are true things. Well, the second one is like actually just based on fact. Yeah, and the first thing, he did that. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Good mm -hmm. that he did that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so at this point, we've got... Jack Jr., David, and now Mike, and then secretly Chris, in the real life, are all dead. Yeah. Um, three by suicide. Nope. Two by suicide, two by accident. Drowning, organ failure, yeah. suicide, suicide. So, like, at this point, this family is just, like, fucking torn apart. How are and, you? Yeah, I was about to say, heat check on the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> heat check on the audience. I am shook. Because yeah. I thought, again... I thought this was like going to be a sick ass, like Creed three ass sports movie. Yeah, and it fucking is not. <laughs> yeah, it is not that. This shit is so sad. So like he he goes and that, at that point like David's death feels more like oh that's unfortunate, and like obviously a little tear came out. But when Mike dies, it's like this is 
the darkest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm just in shambles. Yeah. I'm like not fully crying, but I am choking. Mm. Meanwhile, Jeff next to me is crying, dude. <laughs> is crying. I was I didn't notice it the whole time. Yeah, he was crying. Uh and that's getting me, dude. My homie Jeff crying, dude. My homie's crying gets me going, dude. Yeah. My homies are crying, unless it's Andy, in which case I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> feeds his soul. And then, you know, we'll we'll gloss through the rest of this, right? Because yeah. that happens. It's pretty much the same thing Kevin, over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Kevin powers on, ends up fighting Ric Flair, uh, gets disqualified for rocking that claw too hard, which, by yeah. the way, but at the end of this, I'd really like to try an iron claw on Andy, if that's okay with everybody. I'll allow it. Um, yeah. Uh, that was another question I had though. That he got disqualified. Like, was he, he supposed was to win that yeah, he, fight? He, was, he wouldn't let him go. The I think referee... he was going to win. He was supposed to win. He was supposed to win. Yeah. Okay. And he iron clawed him a little too hard, which I'm going to do to you. Um, yeah. And then, we'll right? See. So that happens. And then at this point, I'm like desperate. Like I'm ready to die yeah. in this in this theater with God and everybody watching. <laughs> I'm ready to go. And then. Carrie, who's in the WWF, who gets kicked out of WWF, and in the movie they, they say that it's because he's deformed and he gets kicked out, they can't use him anymore. Um, and he ultimately shoots himself on the property, yeah. um, and then his brother finds him. With the gun that he gave his father as a Father's Day present. Yes. I think, it, just I think like, it was Christmas in the movie, but it was yeah. pretty powerful. It was Dude, fucked up. He very gave it to him fucked. early, early Christmas present. The whole fucking scene. Yeah. By the way, in real life, he shot himself in the heart. Yeah, that's what I, he did yeah, I in saw the movie. that that was so weird. Oh my god! When you yeah. saw the like the wound, I was like, "Who shoots themselves in the heart?" Yeah, dude. Women. He Actually, picks them up. statistically, women. They do. Yeah. I didn't know that people even shot themselves the in the heart. How the fuck do you know that? How do you know statistics about people who shoot themselves in the heart? Because I read Malcolm Gladwell books. Oh, I do. This love guy's Malcolm fucking Gladwell, weird. <laughs> Ten thousand hours, have bro. Him on another app, too. Right, we're, we're, we're roughly. Jesus Christ! Once a year, I can pop in here and yeah. talk about Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Oh, Don't, worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And also, suicide stats. Uh, also, head in the oven is a big one. Oh, head in the oven is a big one. I do know that. That is an actual yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. By the way, we can't use any suicide talk on TikTok. It's unalived. Unalive. It's unalive. Yeah, they'll what does unalive that even mean? themselves. They'll bring your ass down. If yeah, you if you say out. suicide, oh. because there was a bunch of suicide. So we can't even post any clips from this. No suicide talk. <laughs> yeah, they unalive themselves. Let's talk themselves. about rest, how cool yeah, wrestling is for a few minutes. Do. Here's what you can do. We're each gonna say unalived, and you can use that as a clip. Yeah. Ready? And then anytime we say suicide, oh, we're gonna. You can, mm, yeah. right, ready? Unalived. 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 Yeah, there you go. Oh, wait, so now the, you have so audio clips. I've just realized what's happening. The, the they actually you're supposed to say the word unalive. You can't use well. Yeah, that's yeah, how people yeah. get around it. Yeah. Oh, it's a, okay. Okay. Uh, that, that's how. Yeah. Gen so, Z loves saying unalive. So yeah. So carry on alive himself, and uh, <laughs> the scene where this is when I started crying, folks. So like that happens, and like they make it really dramatic, where like he pulls up, he hears the gunshot, his brother's behind the tree, and like he picks up his body. And you can just tell that, like, he's now given up on life. Like, it is the most fucked up scene where he, like, walks into the house, kisses his brother on the lips, by the way. I was Very, I, but I, I, very I feel Tom like Brady that, yeah, I was going to say that. That's mm-hmm. some Tom Brady, like, fucking shit. But I was brother like, gets kissed on the lips, but places him on the table, and I am done for, my friends. Like, this is it for me. I am crying. I was just impressed by the lift. He got down. <laughs> he did lift his big ass up. He's lifting it, yeah, and he's just like hulking it back to the house. Yeah, it was and more of a, picked his ass up. IRL, it was, it was the most yeah. impressive farmer carry of the of the movie. Yeah, do y'all I mean, think? Do y'all think? Side note: Do y'all think they juiced to get as big as they did? Oh, they did. They showed him injecting no, into his butt. In one, yeah, no, in real life. Yeah, that that, yes, that was obviously. not a documentary shot. Uh, but yes, they they all juiced. Like, <laughs> should we no juice shot. up? I, I mean, want to juice at up. This point, you're not juicing yet. 
I would if that's what happens. Yeah. Do you think I would just get fatter probably? (laughs) Legitimately, like that's a real question. If I didn't work out and I just started ripping some steroids. It's not going to do anything (laughs) for you. I don't know. What would happen? Yes. Would I just get a little beefier? I think you're... Yeah, I was going to say, I, was like, I, I would say that, yeah. The, uh, I feel like I do a decent amount of movements in my life that could probably <clears throat> generate some muscle. I feel like you just get side effects. I feel like you might not have any <laughs> yeah. physical you just effects. just be roid rage. Yeah, you just... What happens to a fat guy if he takes steroids? Right yeah. Now? What happens if he takes steroids and oh, don't I see, I'm work I'm seeing out. graphs. You'll gain more muscle and strength Ooh, than someone who works out good. without using steroids. Whoa. See? Now we're talking. Fuck you guys. I'm ripping steroids, dude. Yeah, don't don't look into it any further than the first answer on Quora. Yeah, Let's go. I might try that, Start. dude. And I'm definitely getting teed up, by the way. We'll talk about it on the best of episode. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he picks him up, brings him there, and then like mm-hmm. the movie from there takes a very strange turn where they bring you into the afterlife and carry... Which, by the way, like sitting back on this was the dumbest part of the movie yeah but i was sure. in such a crybaby ass moment were you that it got me even harder dude it, like, did, it, dude, it took me so out good. so hard it was so stupid i was like are they really doing I, this right now so what they do is carrie goes into the afterworld and he's in this big field on their property and his brothers who have all died are there welcoming him into the afterlife and it's like stupid and weird but also so sad yeah, it was very A24, but it wasn't exactly done A24 level of, like, surrealism or anything. I, I I get it, but I was like, we had no other surrealist moments, and I feel like we could have done without it. Yeah, that was the one surreal moment. It was very Black Panther-esque. You said something about the writing not being great, and now that I think back on it, that part, the writing wasn't good, because I missed the entire part where Chris dies, or not Chris, uh, Jack dies. No, they didn't show that. They never showed it. But they mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. then and then like in the afterlife he's like my little brother jack it must be you my older brother jack whatever the fuck yeah. and i was just like oh this is corny like yeah. i sh- as someone who missed that part i shouldn't have known what was going on they made the writing like way too on the nose for that no i don't think so they wanted to show that like when you die you're you're the age you died in we're not giving opinions right what, now. What, one might say that you didn't earn the emotional response by not being that's there for fucking half right the one might i say didn't that. i didn't earn their emotional response one by might say you didn't earn anything only child <laughs> just me one Number might one. say you don't deserve anything in life one no might. brothers who gives a fuck yeah no brothers I, that's that's true it might be the reason that i sat there just like just because <laughs> oh, i yeah, have that's no why. brothers that's why you're a lifeless person because you don't <laughs> yeah. have family had no um, brothers but yeah so Basically, that's really it, right? Like, aside, and then from there, like, Kevin's reeling from the effects of, like, having these terrible tragedies. At one point, he has, like, he has kids of his own and, like, wants to change their name. He's, like, refusing to go by his family because he's afraid they're going to catch the curse. Oh, yeah. And he won't go home. Yeah. He, like, won't go into the house. Well, he's, uh, him and his father are having troubles because of selling the Federation to the WWF. So it's just, like, that was like kind of like the craziest thing that kind of happened to me. I was like, your brothers were all wrapped up in this, and then you sell off the Federation. I would too. Yeah. But but it was like literally your entire life was that Federation. Yeah, and, it ruined and then it. your father gives it to you, and everyone's been dying, and it's just like, and then you sell that thing off, and it, and he sells it off really easy. I don't know. Let's like, make it clear though. His dad is an absolute prick. He's the the villain of the movie. Yeah, yeah but he, I was on, like, he on, doesn't on, know that he's the villain. I'm not though. done. His dad's the absolute prick of the movie. Like, he's yeah. meant to be the villain. You get the payoff of him choking the shit out of him. The wrestling wrestling in general has ruined his entire family. They're all dead because of wrestling. I would obviously do the same thing. Yeah. By the way, I just saw the funniest fucking... 
Sorry. Go back. Pull it up. Oh my god, while I'm talking, Rick? on the screen yeah. it just says Ric Flair dot 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 pussy question mark. <laughs> I was trying to put some talking points in, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, he got Fuck. pussy. He got pussy for sure. But I yeah. don't think he's ever stopped trying to get pussy. No, from what yeah. I've heard. I, I would say yeah. that uh, Ric Flair was the weakest point of this movie, just because <laughs> that, that actor was just not there for me. No, but, I love that. But I was like, also, you, you, being Ric Flair, I don't know how you got to find somebody special for that, and they did not. I think they did all right. But I yeah, mean, honestly, like I've seen, he looked pretty. I would have sold the wrestling federation or wrestling yeah. championship, whatever you want to call it, as well. Like it ruined his entire family. Yeah, but it was like his dad wouldn't his dad want him to sell it, and then he said, "Don't come back around to like the." ranch if you sell that shit so yeah. i mean he was probably like, and then he was like and then you. he didn't do it and i was just like all right so i guess you've like kind of sold your fate like you're he hates not gonna his be- dad he wants to get rid of it it makes sense i mean his dad was a nazi yeah i mean well, the nazi the character nazi. nazi yeah <laughs> i mean he was, he was a nazi about you know the, what we haven't done yet folks the whole deal we haven't said what we thought about this movie as a whole. Yeah. Obviously, you can probably ascertain how we felt about this movie, but you felt sad. Andy, you were what did you, where do you, is where's this movie for you in terms of the movies you've seen this year? Where does this stack up? Like, what's my rating? Or what's yeah, my exactly? What you my think? Rating. Um, yeah, we're going number ratings right now. And this stacks up against everything you've seen. Well, let's in do one to five because I've seen about five movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say, out of those five movies, it's probably a two. Okay, weird. <laughs> but I thought this rating system is insane. But You're ranking rocks. your no, movies. No, keep going. Let him cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let him do it. Yeah, but I've only seen five movies, and they were all good because they were the ones that you guys were stoked to see. So, a two of five. So this is one of the worst of the ones that we've seen. This is one of the worst of the ones that we've seen. I disagree. But I'd still put it at a solid seven. What is your a, number one 10. movie? So it's a two or a seven, movie? depending yeah. on what no, 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 you're no. saying. No, no, no. I'm not saying number one. I'm saying like if this is a two, what is one? Like, what is worse than this movie? Name a movie worse than this movie that the you only, saw this year. Uh, Thanksgiving. But because... Thanksgiving? But Thanksgiving was great. It's just like, it's obviously a worse movie than this. I think it would be an insult to say otherwise. Yeah. All right. Well, is, you're weird that, 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 This fucking threw me through a loop right <laughs> here. I'm a, Let me... Two of five. Me, great movie. <laughs> you're, you're missing the banger scale now. I'll tell you that much, brother. Yeah. We, need, I, we need the... Uh, Could have been a banger. Is a banger. <laughs> Falls below banger. I, I felt like I just was suplexed, suplexed outside the ring. It was <laughs> insane. I'm, I'm out of breath. Uh, <laughs> Where do you put this movie? Uh, you know, this movie I feel like is great despite itself. Like, I feel like the writing isn't there. The story is amazing. The writing isn't there. It's very matter-of-fact and on the nose. But it's so good. It, like, everyone is so good in it. It looks beautiful. Like, there's a lot of great scenes. The pacing is good. But I, I do give it a seven. I feel like it's it's not the greatest movie of the year. But I think uh, I, I feel like for the wrestling movie, it's also the greatest wrestling movie of all time. Yeah, there, there's well, no better wrestling. There's movie. the wrestler. I know, which but, is also a sad movie about wrestling. Yeah, but I was like, this one is very dynamic, and and I feel like that one is a little I bit think more downtrodden. Like a ton of awards. Oh no, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's it's a fantastic movie. But I was like, this one, I feel like touches on some interesting, like I don't know, bro- brotherly love and, and things outside of the ring. Much more impressively, I feel like. Yeah. For me? Wait, I haven't got to my number yet. Okay, yeah. You uh, said seven. You did get you your did number. You did say seven, seven, literally. Do you want another number? You want no, another number? Yeah. All right. Shoot yeah, us yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got two again. numbers. You should get two numbers. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, this guy said two and it's great. <laughs> and so no, he said seven. Two and seven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll give it uh, 7.5. Because it, 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 is, it is a great movie, but it is not a solid eight. So it falls just below banger for you. Just I would say... 
it's almost a banger. It's just yeah, below banger. It's just below banger. For me, I think this movie is easily in the conversation of top five, if not top three movies of the year. Yeah, hey, I'd agree. Yeah, I bet you could. You only <laughs> saw guy, five yeah. movies. This movie was fucking great, though. I think the writing was good, personally. Well, I, I think I the thought... cinematography was cool. Yes. I feel like the product or the production design was like pretty solid. It put you in the the time period of the late eight, early to late eighties. Product uh, placement. The product placement. Well, well, give me one. You you want the fucking rollies out the. Oh my like. fucking god! <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought there were like so that. many Rolexes in this movie. Shout yeah. out, they fucking killed it. All of them wearing this bad boy right here. Dude. Yeah, Kevin rocking it. And by the way, in Dark Side of the Ring, the episode in real life, rocking my man it. is rocking a two tone day chest. Oh yeah. So shout out to him. Actually, and I'm pretty Bachelor sure that Gary. was fully gold. No, it was a two tone. But it's yeah, fine. I think. It was oh, gold. I. It but I also need to talk about it. this. Is another movie shot on film looked beautiful, but not reversal. Just, just regular, old, just regular old film, just like, you know. No, I thought it looked teeth. fucking great. I thought the story was incredible. I know that they took liberties with the reality of it, but for me, like, I lean on the side of make a good movie before you tell me a good story. Or make a good movie before you tell me a true story, and then yeah. if you can add some true elements, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. But, like, this story was very cool, very sad. I'm a big crier myself. I like <laughs> watching movies that'll make me cry. All of this applies to the news for me, too. <laughs> you like you like shit that'll make you cry. No, it's just yeah, like tell me cry. a good story. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't tell, me, tell me a good story, make me cry. Bet like I don't know, you know, and then I can see a different few different versions of it. I don't give a shit. Just like <laughs> get, as long as it's one of the top five I've seen in the year, then I'm happy with it. Brian, <laughs> hit us with. Well, you the, didn't give a number. You didn't give an actual I, uh, number. Yeah, you're right. I think this is probably a solid eight to eight point five. Wow. Zone. You'd rate this as high as Poor Things. I think I put that at a nine. Oh, did you? Yeah, good memory. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think I think that this is definitely in my top five, if not in my top three. Actually, you'll know this by the time this episode comes out. You'll have seen our best of episode, so I think it might be in the top three. We'll see. I haven't decided yet, uh, but we'll see. Brian, um, you haven't seen this movie. Can you rate another? Give us a different wrestling movie. Give us the rating. best wrestling movie that isn't the wrestler. Uh, well, I was thinking when you guys were talking about sort of like sad movies. Do you guys? Find yourselves watching movies uh, that just hit that heartbreaking, like uh, very mel- like melancholy uh, feeling to you. Uh, like, do, do you have like a a f- familiar like sad movie that you just return to? Like, Blue is the Warmest Color is one that people love. Stuff like that. I'm trying to think of like think. media in that realm. And does this fit into that? Like, do you, do you feel that the sadness that this movie evokes is something you want to return to in the future? One hundred percent. Yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. The brothers, the homies <laughs> dying, dude. That is, I need to watch that, dude. Um. So when it comes to uh, crying at the movies and stuff like that, rarely do it. But now, when I watch a movie on an airplane, that You're shit ready to cry, it dude. literally hits me hard. Like. <laughs> You'll find me crying on an airplane more often than not. Yeah, you just get emotional up there. <laughs> you dude. get emotional up there, but but this is also not a completely uh, like me kind of thing. Uh, there is like an uh, This American Life episode where people talk about this. So this about is crying like a, on airplanes. There, there, there's something about like uh, really emotional movies on a plane that hits different. So sometimes I totally. save uh, schmaltzy kind of stuff for the airplane. I'm like this movie on the ground, no good. But I was like. 30,000 feet in the air, it's just going to hit just right. So 
Uh, I, I'm a big uh, airplane crackers. Plus, I'll never see these fuckers again. What's the uh, what's what's I forget the name of this movie, and I watched it a bunch as a kid because it made me cry a lot. What's the movie where it's a western with Leonardo DiCaprio that isn't Killers of the Flower Moon, and he dies in it uh, in a gunfight? Is he Leonardo in three ten to Yuma? The dead or something? No, it's like not three ten to Yuma. But what's that movie? Rocks. Leonardo DiCaprio western. What's it called? Is it the Gilbert Grape? Or it's like not. Yeah, it's Gilbert Grape, you fucking It's not idiot. Django Grape. Unchained? He's not no, very... Uh, it's not no. Quick and the Dead is what it's called. Oh, the Quick and the Dead. There's a very of? sad scene in that movie where Leo bites the bullet, literally. Uh, it's quite sad. What the what the that one will make you cry. My it, mom used to cry to that movie a lot. I'll check that Shout out. out Shout like, out channel. Shout out JP's mom. I went to go see... What the hell? I went to go see Sea Biscuit with my mom at Sea Biscuit. That's a Marley and me, another sad oh, movie. Oh, yeah. oh anything with a dog in it, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to see Sea Biscuit uh, with my mom at the Downtown Disney Movie Theater. I have no fucking idea why. We didn't so live sick. in Orlando. It was sick. And uh, we got up to leave. I was like, all right, well, that was pretty bad. And then I looked over to her, and she's just fucking <laughs> melted down crying. <laughs> crying for the whole the whole yeah, Seabiscuit's sad, dude. Well, she she worked with horses too, so she was oh, like, yeah. she, I didn't even understand that it was sad. And then I, looked over <laughs> and she, I think he dies at the end, but like, yeah, of course he dies horse, at the dude. end. <laughs> yeah, he's a horse. I have a sad movie recommendation. Out of the Furnace, you guys seen that one? I don't no. know. Scott it. Cooper. It's from about ten years ago. Uh, it's based in Braddock, Pennsylvania, which is right outside Pittsburgh. It's a very bleak movie. Christian Bale and um, what's his face, Casey Affleck, are brothers. I love Casey Affleck. Yeah. Shout out Casey um, Affleck. And Manchester by the Sea, another another sad movie. Oh yeah, I never need to watch that movie again though. That's super sad. It's it, yeah, like destroyed me. Yeah, that'll fuck you up. But, Have y'all seen that? Which one? Manchester no. by the Sea. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. No. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. A bunch of amazing uh, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jim uh, songs <laughs> uh, in that movie, but um, I don't know. It's just about Christian Bale um, kind of making a mistake and trying to fi- save his family uh, in the midst of all this like terrible tragedy befalling him um and yeah i can't recommend that movie enough it uh it, it's I'm it's definitely it a boy movie um and if you're looking for something quicker than that that's sad the song uh fast car by tracy chapman <laughs> yeah, that'll get me every that'll time that'll get oh, you yeah. that'll definitely get you you know one that i haven't watched in a while but i will throw out there as being the one i used to watch as a kid that would fuck me up every time Butterfly Effect, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now we know a lot more about Andy. Were they like legit sad movies like, yo, Butterfly <laughs> Effect? Dude, the Butterfly yeah. Effect is terrifying when he comes back. You know back. what's sad in that? Click, dude. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Click for sure. Ah, oh, I just watched uh, <laughs> Uncut Gems. That fucked oh, me up. Oh, that movie rocks. That, made you, that was sad for you? Yeah. Uncut you Gems. cried during it? It is literally the most stressful movie I've ever watched because it's like it goes like up stress and you're just like uh, I walked out and I was like sweating. Would y'all use the click remote if you could? No, of course not. It's it's broken. I'm gonna blow your minds right now. I've never seen click. I don't know what. Damn, we're going. Dude, so that's your homework. That's yeah, your yeah. Homework. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna watch Television it now. I was like, I can't believe how much we talked about click and I've been like keeping it a secret. I was like, we're doing an episode on click, folks. I was like. I was like, I know it's about Bed Bath and Beyond. Look how sick that. Have you guys tried to do the click pose in real life? That's not the click <laughs> pose. I've never seen that. the The one I've seen is this one, but that is way sicker. Yeah, he's kind of like he's, he's he's doing a little sway. If behind. you get a fish, you know, you know what we yeah. need to do? Like, we need to do a Adam Sandler drama roundup, and we need to just watch all the sad. We'll do an app on Adam. Well, I mean, Punch Drunk Love, dates, sad boys. Punch Drunk Love is one of my favorite. It's, movies it's incredible. The, the goal of this the podcast is to have Adam Sandler on pod. Dude. Oh, I like that goal. 
We're, we're, we're gonna go to the basketball court and we're gonna like we record there. Like, pound him. Record. Yeah, pound Listen, him. bro, if I beat you one on one, you gotta come on the pod. <laughs> yep. He was at Chelsea Pierce, so me. I was just like, uh, we can we can make our way down there. All right, y'all. Speaking let's let's jump into uh let's jump into movie to movie or something. I think the new format for this, or at least one we're gonna try, is the last episode that we did on a movie and then the new episode we did. So we've got poor things which we just did into the iron claw. I like that. I feel okay. like we could probably pull that off. Yeah. So we've got in Poor Things, straight up, we got Emma Stone, obviously. We got yep. Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo. I think those are the easiest ones. Shout out Ramin Youssef, but not many movies. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, so for me, as I said previously, I'd like to start with Emma Stone being in the best movie of all time, Super Bad. Yeah. Which we did in the last movie to movie, but I wanted. Yeah, to I was like, you didn't want to use, you didn't want to use La La Land with Ryan Gosling or something like that to get to. That. Can we connect Jonah Hill to Zac Efron? We could probably connect Jonah Hill to Zac Efron. Um, we could probably connect. Oh wait, yeah, we can because uh, Bad Neighbors with. I don't uh, know what the fuck that is? Oh, Bad Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's Seth Rogen and Zac Efron, and I was like, that's it. Okay, we just did it. Yeah, you can do it. So let's click through. Let's try it on the actual thing. All right. So we've got Emma Stone. Yeah. Go to Super Bad for Emma Stone. She was in Cruella. That's pretty cool. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, we're going to go to Jonah Hill. Yeah. Jonah Hill. And then uh, we're going to go to Bad Neighbors. He's not in Bad Neighbors. we got to connect him to Seth Rogen, guys. Oh, yeah. Seth that's Rogen. What I was like, like, so, we have to do Seth Rogen, so that's... Anything. That, 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 no, uh, knocked uh, up. This is the end. This is sure. the end. Is he knocked up? He Seth Rogen's also up. in uh, Super Bad, by the way, y'all. <laughs> but we can skip that and go... Yeah, go, hey. uh, yeah this is the end, <laughs> Seth Rogen. We we're going two degrees too far here, but I don't give a shit. This is the mistake. Can someone say, give me a Seth Rogen laugh real quick? <laughs> Andy, try it. No, I'm not gonna do that. Today. Andy, try it. I, I'm not. Andy, gonna... try it. You're the talent, dude. You did one episode. You, you have to do, do it. it. <sighs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. All right, bad neighbors. That's not the name of the movie. I think it's just neighbors. Is What's it neighbors? It yeah, oh my god! Yeah. Should we go it's just neighbors or yeah. neighbors two sorority rising? Neighbors oh, yeah. two sorority rising. Well, is Zach Efron in neighbors two? Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah totally. Iron Claw. Yeah. Boom. Did it. Wait. Did we do it in the? In the Type in, that, I want to see what happens. I've never seen it. Oh, oh they don't have. He's not there yet. Oh, it's not there yet. Maybe. I oh, know. It just says Iron Claw there. Oh, yeah, I think it's already done. I might have picked the wrong Iron Claw. What the fuck? Oh shit. Yeah. It's Whatever. Deep. We fucking did it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck We're you. the best. We could have just went. Uh, Emma Stone to Superbad to Seth Rogen to Neighbors, but we. All right. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah. I fucked it up. I wanted, to, I wanted to make it long. Last time it was too, it was too cut, short. You can't know. cut Jonah Hill out of it. It's so, yeah, can't cut to, Jonah Hill out of Superbad. For an honorable mention, we got to yeah. bring Jonah Hill in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's jump into, uh, let's do some headlines. And yeah. I think, I think we got to start with the number one, Anthony Edwards, dude. Let's go straight into Anthony Edwards. I do like the uh, Anthony Edwards story. For those that know, know who Anthony Edwards <laughs> is, he is a basketball player on the Timberwolves. And uh, he got himself into some hot water. Is this, this his second year, second year in the NBA? I, I think, think it's 2020 draft. Third, yeah. Hey, okay. It's um, good. He's right. very good. Uh, he's also a very good texter. So <laughs> some text of leaked of Anthony Edwards. Um, Texting a partner of his that he recently slept with who showed him a pregnancy test and he wants her to get an abortion. And I think the best way to handle this one, folks, for the crowd, I think we should just reenact the texts. I think we should just do a reading. Yeah, um, pull, up the, pull up the texts. So who wants to I'll, – I'll be Anthony Edwards. 
Who's gonna be the images? Uh, yeah, there's, there's God, the images. The lady. Right there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another screen. I think. Brian, will you be yeah. the the blue tap? You'll be the blue bubble, and I'll be Anthony Edwards. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's better if uh, no. Yes, yes. Yeah, like, like, okay. This is an Andy. Uh, you be the blue bubble. You can't. You can't skirt out of this. Oh, I do not want to be in this. Uh, <laughs> you have to be in it now. That's that's why you have to be in it. I think you should be the audience. I think you. you yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I'm here okay. in the don't middle. There, there's a volley happening here, and I have to exist. We're all fucking step up. Whatever, dude. It's not stepping up. If women, if women have to deal with this. I'll fight. I'll yeah. try to step in right now. Thank but, you, dude. You know. You're honestly so fucking cool. For okay, me. so who's Anthony Edwards? Insane. I'm Anthony Edwards. Uh, oh wait, but do your best to get I this can't right. Be Anthony. I thought no, I was I'm good. Anthony Edwards. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, that's LeBron. This is MJ. This is the most insensitive shit um, ever. No, it's the greatest. Uh, all right, so listen. Do your best to portray her accurately. Don't overact. Don't underact. She has an iPhone. Okay. She has an iPhone. She's she does have an iPhone. She's she can't a pregnancy test. That's all I know about her. So anyway, right. what we're about to do, folks, is we're about to reenact Anthony Edwards and his baby mama, or potentially future baby mama, having a text about the fact that she's pregnant. Ready and seen. Pregnancy test positive hell no can't do this so now what what a great response get a uh, abortion lol honestly i had an abortion with my son around two years ago and i regret it i can't do this, this is keep insane. going this is an it's don't really break insensitive. scene okay then pull out the best one i'm not do i have it yeah it's in the notion all right cool we have an entire uh Project management one. system okay. dedicated to this, <laughs> this, this bit. Look how cute, though. Send a video. Dude, the fucking okay. AI clip. <laughs> we that can't whole use thing. that. All right, uh, top of the year. So uh, the Golden Globes are right around the corner. We have uh, a number of categories uh, of movies from the past year that some... Some we've seen, some we haven't. And I think we should roll through a few of these categories and give predictions of what we think is uh, going to come out with the crown. What do you guys uh, think? Ah, uh, yes. The Golden Globes, the second best of the, <laughs> of the uh, award shows. When was the last time you watched the Golden Globes? I don't think I've ever watched the Golden Globes. Tharp, you're in the industry. I, I couldn't tell you. Like, do they look different? What's do, the what what statue do they get? Do they get statue, a globe? Statue, he said. Do they, they get, get a globe? statue, they, yeah, get, they get an get award. A... It's a little yeah, statue. but you get a, a statue like when you uh, when you get it, you, you don't like, call it a statue though. Trophy. The, the, trophy. No, no, no. But the uh, the Oscar is a statue. It's a trophy. It's a statue. No, yeah, they do. You're not it. in the fucking <laughs> business, statue, bro. Dude. It is a statue of a man. I think a statue is like made of marble. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. It's not a, a golden a statue. statue. It's anything, a golden but statue. Typically but larger than. There a are trophy. statues that are gold. Correct. At what size does a? It's a trophy. Does a statue become a trophy? It's an award or a trophy. Yeah, it is. I You're not actually, awarded a statue. Statues aren't awarded. They just exist and are put places. I didn't they realize. are definitely awarded. You do not get a statue for nothing. That's true. There's Would a lot of statues. Michelangelo given to somebody? Can I say? Yeah, David got it. He was rocking bod, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay, David. You did <laughs> like, job. you have the fucking rocking bod, so let's fucking go. You be a little small, but it's all right. Can I chime in? I think a statue is something that's built uh, usually in memoriam of someone that has a legacy. Statue of Rocky, Philadelphia, Go Birds, you know. Uh, statue of Bobby Orr uh, doing the, doing, you know. Statue of Robert E. Lee in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, we push that shit over, though. It's all good. A trophy is something that's handed out for individual uh, accomplishment that you take with you. So I do think that it is a trophy. Fuck you, Tharp. Yeah, uh, God's ass yeah, I do not know what a trophy is because I don't fuck with participation trophies. Participation <laughs> right. statues are... 
are ideal. So we got we got the Golden Globes. Let's hit some fucking predictions. Yeah. Do the Golden Globes not do Best Picture, period, or do they do like different yeah, categories only? Because it looks like they've got Best Motion Picture Drama, Best Musical or Comedy. Yep. And that's it. Those are the two fucking. Yeah, they break it up by the genres. Um, we'll let, let me uh, let me shoot them out to you. Dude. You shoot them out, and we'll we'll figure, we'll predict who's yeah, gonna we've, win. We've never seen it, so we don't know how. It I didn't works. actually know the Golden Globes and the Oscars were separate things. Yeah, I, I bet thought... you didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, best motion picture for drama. Who's taking home the statue? Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, or Zone of Interest. Okay. Yeah. Before we answer. I think we should do a betting pool for this. Everybody Ooh. throws in 10 bucks, and the person with the closest predictions gets the pool. I've only seen one of those movies. Even better. Yeah, you'll lose you them. Know. I'm, I'm game. That's fun. I love game. 10 bucks. Everybody's in? 10 bucks in? Sure. Why not? Okay. Cool. Brian, you start us off. What do you think? By this time, my best of list has already come out, um, so this might be going against what people already know. Um, I think Oppenheimer is the front runner, so I'm just going to go with that. That's safe. I think that it's going to be... Out of this list, I feel like they're going to give it to Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Not a chance. Like, Oppenheimer is such a... Like, everyone loves Oppenheimer. Okay, you're going to Oppenheimer. I'm going to go Killers of the Flower Moon just so that if I win, JP gets less. You better not... No, no, hold on. The winner, the closest out of all of them gets the whole pool. Well, it kind of yeah. knocks unless down we have your the chances. matching. Yo, unless we have yeah, matching. Oh, we match and you better not try to match me. What we should have done is plus odds. So if uh, if Zone of Interest, the Nazi movie, takes it, it's like, <laughs> it's like plus 2,200. <laughs> so just if, if anyone picks it, they, it's, you know, it, it's worth a good, lot more. By the way. I'm saying it this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, Future episodes, we're going to be picking odds. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay, so we all have our picks. Um, yep. Let's go to musical or comedy. Um, same Air thing. is not a musical or a comedy. I it's funny. We got Air. We got American Fiction. We got Barbie. The Holdovers, May, December, Poor Things. Uh, JP, why don't you start with this one? Damn. I think it's going to have to be Poor Things, but I really want to say The Holdovers. I feel like The Holdovers is going to have an, a, an award run this season. I think that's probably going to happen. But if I have to pick between Poor Things or The Holdovers, my gut's tell me Poor Things, even though I feel like The Holdovers might take it. Got to think logically in this situation. Nice. Chris? Yeah. You guys don't know how awards work. Barbie for the win. Ooh, fuck, you might be right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just going to go with what I think would be the best, and it's poor things as well. Yeah. Do not follow me. Did you say poor things? Let me just say, He's if just I matching. say it first and you match me, I win. No, that's yes. not how it works. I, I really like Tharp's approach of like fantasy football style. It's like Christian <laughs> McCaffrey, like just being like, yeah, I just got to go with the best one. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. like a Tyreek Hill. Um I'm going to do the, the plus odds here, and I'm going to take May-December because I fucking love that movie. I don't know if you guys yeah, have caught no, it yet. Yeah, no, fantastic. Just watched it the other day. Oh, isn't that a drama, though? Why isn't that why is that musical or comedy? You watch it, it and you tell me if it it's a drama. It is also a musical okay. and a comedy at the same time. It's, it's everything crazy. everywhere all at once, and uh, <laughs> I'm going for it. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, yeah, um, let's see. Let's do uh, best performance by female actor drama. Okay. Um, and we're going to go... I'm just reading this. Uh, Annette Bening and Nyan. <laughs> what is uh, that? I, I haven't seen it. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hewler and Anatomy of a Fall. Greta Lee, Past Lives. Carrie Mulligan and Maestro. And then Kelly Spaney and Priscilla. Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Okay. No copies. Uh, Lily Gladstone. Fuck obviously, off. she fucking crushed it in Killers of the Flower Moon. It was like unreal. She's amazing. This one's a no-brainer. It's obviously Lily Gladstone. Agreed. Yeah, I bet you do. So we're going for three. Um, 
while I do want to give Kelly Spaney her flowers for Priscilla, which is uh, an amazing movie. Uh, but you also I, want to win 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm winning here. Um, <laughs> although I did go mid-December last round, so I, I think I'm in, in it for more you of could. the thrill of the hunt. But uh, no, let's just um, go Lily Gladstone around the table because I think that, uh, yeah, that she performance it. is amazing. Um, I think that next, let's go best performance by a male actor in a motion picture in the musical comedy. You guys go with that? Wait, have- musical comedy? Yeah, like let's okay, let's skip it. the drama. Got it. Okay. Um, all right. So the choices are: we got Nicolas Cage Dream Scenario, Ooh. Tim Chalamet Wonka, Matt Damon in Air, Paul Giamatti The Holdovers, Joaquin Bo is Afraid, Jeffrey Wright American Fiction. This is a stacked category. That's crazy. Yeah. I uh, I'll go first. I think Paul Giamatti takes it for the holders. I'm giving holdovers their flowers on this one, even if he doesn't take it. Paul Giamatti. You know, I wanna go different, but. I feel like the Golden Globes are going to like Paul Giamatti. He's incredible in it. Like, I might have to go with the same. Yeah. Andy? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Andy's Next out. Andy's one. literally not in. Let Next me just make that clear. One. Andy's um, not in I the game picked. anymore. No, his $10 is in this thing. You're yeah. paying, but you're not winning. <laughs> um, I, I think I completely agree with you guys. Like, not only do I think Paul Giamatti was great in Holdovers, but I, I just think that it's the kind of movie that the Golden Globes is going to want to, uh, you know, platform. Uh, I'm going to, I haven't seen it yet, and we're probably going to talk about it pretty soon, but I'm going to go Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Um, I feel like that movie it's is going to get some buzz and it's going to keep rolling. So, um, that's my pick here. Although I, uh, I think Joaquin Bo is Afraid is the best performance out of these, uh, if I had to pick one. Okay. He's very Joaquin in that movie, though. Like, he's right. not doing anything new. Yeah. Um, Next. Let's go Best Director, Motion Picture. What do we got? Wait, is this all for the Golden Globes? Yeah. 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 No, do we have they to got do a whole this show. Show. fucking up, Oscars, too? Yes, yeah, shut up. Yeah, baby. We like Christ. movies. We're doing this is enjoyable. Oscars, and guess what, motherfucker? You're going to be broke after it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, not if he just follows us through the entire Yeah, thing. fuck y'all. I'm going to keep my money. <laughs> The options. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Maestro. Uh, Greta Gerwig and Barbie. Uh, Yorgos Lantimos, Poor Things. Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Celine Song, Past Lives. Go first, Andy. Yep. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. All right, so that'll make it easy. It's easily Oppenheimer is the best motion picture of the year. Director. Oh, Christopher Nolan is the best director. No, they're going to give it to Scorsese. Not a chance. I think that you're probably right. And I think that they would give it to Nolan. But I'm going to back my homie Yorgos here, dude. Love it. He fucking killed oh, it. Oh, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh, I'm going to do sucks. that too. No, you poor can't. Things. You already put yours in. No, no, no. I'm going to go You've Yorgos. You've already put yours in. It's Yorgos. Yorgos. I'm going with poor things. Yorgos land the most. What do you got? Um, I don't... If we were doing this podcast for a little bit longer, I feel like I would have more knowledge on Scorsese's uh, Golden Globes performance in the past. I know he's had trouble in the Oscars. Uh, yeah, he's been famously. times. Yeah, he won for The Departed, which uh, if anyone has a did. problem with that, uh, fuck <laughs> you, because, up. yeah, it's literally, it's not his best movie, but it's amazing. Um, what do I want to go with? Um, I'm going Marty. Uh, riding, with, uh, riding with Andy on Marty. That's my boy. Uh, okay. He's got some good takes over there. Um, I'm, trying to fi- I'm trying to find some fun stuff. Uh, Let's do screenplay. You want to do screenplay? Yeah. Okay. What do we got? All right, best screenplay at the Golden Globes. You got Barbie by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Uh, Poor Things by uh, Tony McNamara. The issue is I'm going to keep it as a leaning over. Uh, 
We got Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, Killers of the Flower Moon, Eric Roth and Martin Scorsese, Past Lives, Celine Song, Anatomy of a Fall by Justine Triette, and author Harari. Hit it. Me? Yep. Um, sorry, I'm just reading these again. Yo, Past Lives. I haven't seen it, but I'm going for it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, you're you're going on a bet here. You don't need to see anything. Yeah, I'm picking my parlays, dude. I got yeah. fucking uh, <laughs> spread. Yeah. I'm going to go with Barbie. I'm, I think Greta's going to take, and Noah, Greta and Noah are taking the uh, screenplay on this one. That's probably not true, but that's what I'm, I'm again. Go with the gut. Yeah, I want to go with Anatomy of a Fall, but I just feel like these Golden Globes, not enough people saw it. it it's going to Barbie again. No, oh, they, yeah? they have to give Noah Baumbach something. Over Oppenheimer. I, I don't. I don't think on paper. I don't think Oppenheimer on paper is there. I feel like if I had to sit down and read a script, I'd probably rather read Barbie. You know, it's a funner script. Interesting. But All right, uh, Andy, Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. See, now you're doing the right thing. Nice. Now you're taking your best. I think they're going to give screenplay to that one. Okay. Cool. Um, I haven't seen it. Don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's incredible. You fuck with the name a lot. <laughs> I think it sounds kind cool. of boring. <laughs> yeah. And I think for screenplay, they're like, like, yeah, for screenplay, they're like, let's give them one. Yeah, that's like uh, <laughs> yeah. Night in the Fall, Zone of Interest. These are like Poison the Well songs, you know? <laughs> just kind yeah. of Poison fucking... the Well. I listened to that shit last night, by the way. Yeah, that's a good band. Fucking let's go. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to pick this one because it looks like a fun category. Uh, we're going to go best performance by male actor, supporting role, any motion picture. And this will be the last one we do. That's a good we one. got uh, Willem Dafoe and Poor Things, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer, uh, Ryan Gosling, The Boy Barbie, uh, Charles Melton, May December, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, <Barbie>. Poor Things. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. Call it. You, right. you got it? You got, uh, you're uh, taking uh, Poor Things. Rough, take Chris right, Thumble, we got rough. Oh, yeah. Th- th- this is an easy one. Robert. Downey Jr. murdered this role. It's so good. It is it is solid. I think, for me, it's either Gosling or De Niro on Best Supporting. And I think they're going to give De Niro his flowers. Yeah, you got to. Because so uh, Gosling is just being a fun character. But Robert Downey Jr. really is just, like, stepping it up. Dude, I, I got to say, like, I do agree that... Um, Gosling is like very fun in Barbie, but watching uh, his other uh, movies recently, uh, Nice Guys, for example, he's just so good at being like charismatic and hilarious. It's like it seems like he's not at, like trying, but it's such a talent to be that like sort of you know ineffectual, feel like it's careless, but really just fucking kills it. I'm gonna go with the up and coming uh, chatter that people have been talking about in this category. I think Charles Melton's going to take it from May, December. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? Riverdale. Shout that, out Riverdale. Shout out Riverdale. Um, that huh. performance, I, I think every movie I've seen from this, uh, I, all, I love all these actors. I love all these performances, but, uh, he was the only one I wasn't familiar with. And after this, uh, role, I'm going to check for him the next movie he's in. I'm not going to yeah. watch Riverdale, but I'm definitely in for yeah. the next all one right. just because it's such a dynamic performance. So layered put so much baggage onto this like damaged character yes watch that fucking movie all right yeah no well, he's fantastic and it's incredible that wraps up our predictions i feel like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna fucking live stream on twitch watching the golden globes together folks we're doing it it's gonna be so you're boring. sold yeah. so we're, doing it. Boring. we're doing it except for andy obviously he's oh, not invited based christ on this. <laughs> we're gonna stream that everyone watch the golden globes with us Fuck it. I don't even know if you can get DMCA. Can you do that? Is that allowed? We'll People out. watch football on Twitch. That's true. 
I feel like you can do it. If we can do it, we're going to fucking do it. Or we'll get kicked off Twitch. <laughs> if we're legally allowed Fuck to do you, it, we'll we do, do it. it. We'll go on Instagram Live. Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. So that's that, I think. I think we've rocked out the Iron Claw. Shout out. Go see that fucking movie. Definitely top three of the year. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this shit. But you better be rating us on every fucking app. I want to see Spotify. I want to see Apple. Whatever the other ones are. Overcast, some shit. What Name one. Uh... Spotify. Uh, Castro. I, I listen on Castro. Castro. Right? Pocket right Cast. Pocket Cast. Rate us on all these motherfuckers, dude. What else, You got one? No. Also, if you don't like us, just comment down below what you don't like about us. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's not. If you say anything wrong about me. Yeah, say mean things. We'll delete it if we don't like it, or we'll say something mean back. It's great. Can that you delete true. comments? Yeah, you can delete You can comments. delete whatever you want. You can delete whatever you want. Shit. Yeah, let's <laughs> delete Andy from ever being on this fucking thing again. Uh, all right, y'all. That'll do it. See ya. Yeah.